find time for learning. When I was in my 20s, finding time for learning was easy. Committing to doing the work could be hard, but there was always spare time. Now, as a father and business owner, I can relate to the struggle to find time to learn things. My to-learn list is long and ever-growing. I have dozens of unread books in my library. I have a tab in my browser saving courses that I would like to watch one day. I have many new skills I'd like to learn and dozens more I want to maintain and master. But at the end of the week, there may be only a few hours to learn. How do you fit it in? So in this episode, I'd like to articulate some of the strategies that have helped me to find time to learn more things. Strategy number one, only have one project. So a simple rule I follow is to only have one project at a time. If you want to learn tennis, painting, and programming, pick one. You can always learn something else later, but if you find that you lack time for one, then you will definitely fail to find time for three or more. So what makes something a project? And this can get a little fuzzy, but my definition would be that a learning effort should be part of a project if it wouldn't happen more or less automatically without effort. So if you're already an avid tennis player and probably play a game or two a month regardless, then it doesn't have to be a project to work on your tennis skills. But if you're new to the sport and need to practice drills for hours to get good enough to play, well, that definitely is. Sometimes when I advise people with multiple pursuits to pick one project, they rebel. But those other projects also matter to me, they'll say. Good, then do them after you've made progress in one. In practice, sequentially pursuing projects doesn't limit your breadth. I think the resistance may be more owing to the fact that learning is hard, and by failing to commit to any one project, it's easier to fantasize about the idea of learning it instead. Committing to doing one project first before another prevents this escape, but it also allows you to make real progress. Strategy number two, make learning frictionless. So if you only have limited time to learn, you need to make learning as easy as possible to get started. And the only exception to this trend is that in making it easier, you don't want to eliminate the actual practice you need to get good. One way you can do this is by setting up your environment so you can get started immediately. If every time you want to practice, you need to spend 20 minutes pulling up equipment, then, well, you'll never practice unless you're willing to commit at least 20 minutes. Except that might be hard to find in a busy life, so you never end up practicing. Some ways you can make learning more frictionless are, first, having materials on you at all times. So if you're reading, always carry a book or Kindle. If you want to draw, carry a sketchbook. Download materials on your phone so they're ready when you are. Second, set up your working area so starting is instantaneous. If you're painting, keep your easel out and paints pre-mixed. If you're programming, keep your window with the project open so you can click over and start coding even if you just have a few moments. If you're studying for an exam, keep the practice questions open on a desk, ready to start, even if it's just for 10 minutes. Third, batch all the tedious starting work. So sometimes you need to do something unpleasant and tedious before you can get to the real work of learning. So setting up the programming environment to learn a new language, for instance, that's one of the most annoying parts of a new programming project. Setting aside time to do this specifically will make it easier to take advantage of 15-minute chunks later to make progress on your project. Strategy number three, integrate learning with your life. Many projects fall off our schedule because ultimately they don't align with the other sources of meaning in our life. Something that fits within your existing work, social or family pursuits may require some effort at first, 
but eventually it becomes something that's hard not to do. If you need to learn something for work, for instance, a good starting point is to ask yourself how you can make it mandatory for you to learn it. If you can get assigned to a project where the skill is required, then it will be easier to learn than if the learning part needs to be done first before any actual responsibilities are assigned. Similarly, the hobby that integrates with your social life, learning to do something with your kids, or applying a skill to make other parts of your life smoother and easier is a key to making it last. When learning is disconnected from all the other things we care about, it tends to fall away. Strategy number four, remove time-wasting alternatives. What makes reading hard is that Netflix is always a click away. What makes doing a programming project hard is that you could be playing a video game instead. What makes speaking a new language hard is that your native language is also an option. While we often act as if time itself is the biggest barrier to progress, effort is the more likely culprit. Many people are extraordinarily busy, but somehow find time to spend hours watching television or playing on their phones. This isn't for me to judge, but simply to note that finding time doesn't help if the problem is fundamentally that it is too effortful to learn. A useful strategy is to temporarily suspend any of the activities you normally spend time on, television, phones, games, and social media, and after a month, see which ones you want to reintroduce and keep off the ones you don't miss too much. And this not only saves time, but it makes the activities involved in learning less effortful by way of contrast. The drive to learn. Finding time for learning is ultimately a question of motivation. I don't think it can come about because there's stuff you feel you should learn or because you feel guilty for not reading enough books. Instead, I think the motivation to learn has to come from something that excites you. The idea of speaking another language, learning a new sport, or mastering a difficult topic, or simply being a better person has to interest you enough to make it worth it. I'll be reopening a new session of my six-week learning course, Rapid Learner, very soon. If you'd like to sign up for the course or join our waiting list for future sessions, you can go to www.rapid-learner-course.com. I hope to see you there. Thanks for listening to this episode. More episodes like this can be found by searching for Scott Young Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and on most other podcasting apps available on your smartphone. If you've enjoyed this episode, please consider rating my show as it helps other people find out about it. More of my work can be found on my website at scotthyoung.com.